Recently, the Grotto celebrated the love we have for our pets by offering a pet blessing. And many parishes around the Archdiocese for the Feast of St. Francis will also offer a similar blessing. So what is the role of our pets to us here on earth? And will our pets see us someday in heaven? These are questions that we all have. I could think of no better person to join us this morning than to at least offer us some opinion as to whether or not our dogs go to heaven. Deacon Justin Echeverria is joining me this morning to tell us a little bit about why we love our pets so very much and why it's a good thing to have them blessed. Good morning, Deacon Justin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks. It's great to be here. First, I'd love to ask you, Deacon, did you grow up with a lot of pets? Did you have cats or dogs or other sorts of animals in your life growing up that you had to take care of? Yeah, ever since I was basically a baby or a toddler, we I grew up with dogs. So there's pictures of me with, uh, at first I grew up with yellow labs mm-hmm. and uh, when we were living in New York and then when we moved to Oregon when I was very little. And then... A few years ago, we switched to uh, golden retrievers. So currently, my, my parents have a golden retriever, a big, big uh, doofus named Murphy. We, we absolutely <laughs> love. <laughs> He's a good dog. We love our pets. We do. I, I mm-hmm. have a couple of pets, uh, and I do feel affection towards them. I want them to be happy and satisfied, and I don't want them to mess up my house. So I <laughs> brush them, and we talk to them as companions. But I'll definitely say this as a mother, I know their right place in the family, especially when it comes to children, Mm -hmm. that there isn't a comparison for me. But for some people, especially if their pet or their dog or cat is the only companion that they have in their life, they can take up a, a large portion of their companionship and the relationship. What's the right order? What's the right place that our pets should have in our lives? Well, they play an important role in our lives. I mean, I, I, I sort of go back just way back to the beginning to Genesis. I mean, we as human beings are made in the image and likeness of God. And God set us at, as basically masters, as stewards, priests of creation in the very beginning uh, to take care of, of the wildlife, to take care of the environment, to take care of our animals, you know? So, you know, it's, it's horrific when you find people who are cruel to uh-huh. You know, so people who like, you know, for example, have like dog fighting, it's like, oh, that's, that's, that is animal cruelty. You know, like you, you, you shouldn't be, do- that's not a steward of creation. You know, a companion, for example, one of my friends, he, he likes to hunt and he has a black lab with him to go retrieve. So there is that kind of that sort of a, sort of a partnership. They're not equal, of course, because a human is a, you know, a rational being with a rational soul and, a, and an animal has sort of what you call an animal soul. Uh, but they, they have a dynamic relationship there. For example, the Labrador goes to retrieve, you know, for example, when they go duck hunting or something goes, goes to hunt the, uh, hunt the duck, uh, or, you know, uh, my mom has a, has a, you know, she has a garden in the backyard. She likes to take care of. That's great. That's steward. That's good stewardship of creation. Deacon Justin joining us today as we have just really a heartfelt discussion on the love that we feel for our pets. So let's talk about soul because you said human has a human soul and a dog or a pet has a an animal type of soul or spirit. So what does that mean? Because I believe that we know that our we have a soul that God gave us and that our soul goes to heaven. What do you mean by an animal soul? So basically... 
there's sort of a hierarchy, and this goes back even to the the early philosophers. Uh, I believe, I believe, and I could be mistaken here. I believe it was with Aristotle as well. But there's sort of a hierarchy of souls where you have the vegetative soul, for example, with with plant life, uh, the sensitive soul, which is what the animals have. So they have perception and locomotion. They can move and they can perceive things and, you know, they get hungry like we do. But then the, the, the human being has something very special made in the image and likeness of God, which is the rational soul, the rational soul. You know, we have a rational mind. We're able to think and calculate and, and ponder on the transcendent (laughs) fancy words. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have a connection with God, a very special connection made in the image and likeness and being able to know who he is that a dog could not necessarily do for sure oh for sure i love my dogs and digging yeah. as i was telling you i i have one very cute little cocker spaniel i love her very much but mm-hmm. she is definitely not smart at, <laughs> at all and she takes a lot of care in order to help her get things figured out sometimes so knowing their place Mm-hmm. on earth and kind of their hierarchy they they do have a certain level of understanding why would we bless them though if they don't have that rational soul that we do that we have this special place especially in the eyes of god why would we bless something like a dog yeah so we i mean it's we bless. We don't baptize animals because only a human being can be baptized. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like you know, for example, I, 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 I did a blessing of the animals for uh, for my sister's dog and our our dog at home. It was a very special, you know, very special uh, a moment. Uh, obviously, I'm not again, treating this dog like a human being, but even the prayers of these blessings give a good reminder for all of us of our place as human beings as that connection to the earth to creation to what god has given us a responsibility to take care of these creatures now taking care of a human baby is different than taking care of a puppy i mean they're you know but uh, you still are given a responsibility to you know by the by our heavenly father to to care and protect and to provide and what do you say to somebody who goes oh you know i ha- have this pet this pet is everything to me this is like one of my children Mm-hmm. Is that okay to have a strong connection to your pet, or is it always important to remind people, like, I know you have a strong connection, but that dog or that cat is not the same as children? Yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, I think it's wonderful that that this this creature means so much to you, and that you you want to take care of it, whatever dog, cat, you know, there is that responsibility that that it brings, but there is that very very um, significant distinction that it's not the same as a, as a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to sound like a, you know, to dour on it, but, you know, you, th- you think of a, a dog, for example, you know, they don't live as long as a human baby would. Oh, you know, human yeah. beings live to be 70, 80, maybe 90 years old. Actually, I take communion to a woman who's a World War II veteran who's 103. Wow. <laughs> um, but, you know, like all the dogs that I've had, okay, some live to be, 13 years old, some live to be seven. They, they, they come, they're in our lives. They have an impact on our lives, but they, they don't stay very long. That's for sure. You know, as, as if you gave birth to a a child and you watch them grow and see, you know, see them become who they're meant to be, a beloved child, beloved daughter or son of the almighty father. 
Deacon Justin, I love this conversation because it does remind me about dogs that I have now, dogs that I've had in the past that were like that, a part of my childhood growing up. And I almost feel like I am shaped and my compassion for things that I come across. I am shaped Mm -hmm. because of learning that compassion with the dogs that I had when I was a child. And well, even learning sorrow when that well beloved pet passed away. And I want to talk more about this because especially I want to know if I'm going to see my little dog Tippy when I was growing (laughs) up. Is she going to be there in heaven? But I'm coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue this discussion in the next half hour? Sounds good to me. And I'm back with Deacon Justin Echeverria. Deacon Justin is joining us today because we're having a really just kind of a heartfelt discussion on a gift from God that so many of us have or grew up with. And those are our pets. Deacon Justin is during is in his pastoral year at Christ the King in Milwaukee, very soon to head back to his education in Rome. So mm-hmm. we're so pleased, Deacon Justin, to have you here with us during the summer. It's been a whole lot of fun talking with you. Thanks for staying with me. Of course. As a seminarian and as a God willing, a future priest, is there rules about priests being able to have pets with them while they're ministering to people in the, the diocese? That's a good question. I I knew some priests who had pets growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in college, I remember uh, I was part of a Catholic group because the the university I went to, Seattle Pacific, uh, Christian school wasn't Catholic, but we uh, were part of a Catholic cadre. And one of the Dominican priests from Blessed Sacrament near UW would come, and sometimes he'd bring his dog Holly, very sweet dog. Uh, so it it is very much possible. However. Mm-hmm. I, I will say just in my experience of active ministry, uh, it's more an, uh, maybe the exception than the rule insofar as it's it's hard, I think, sometimes to have a, a pet when you're in active ministry because they, they do, t- I mean, they, they do take up a lot of, a lot of time and you got to make sure, you know, you feed the animal and, and walk it depending what animal, uh, take care of it as wh- while you're also uh, taking care uh, to the, of the people of God. Uh, so it's definitely if a priest is thinking about having a, a pet, just think about it. You know, just make sure, <laughs> reflect and, you know, would this be something that's feasible in your parish, you know, in your parish ministry? Or maybe it'd be easier to have one when you're a retired priest. Just depends. Okay, it just depends. Or perhaps maybe uh, just knowing how much care a dog is, having to mm-hmm. walk them regularly and and, mm-hmm. and make sure they're they're active versus something like an maybe a very independent cat uh, who <laughs> who is appreciative of making sure you leave their food out for them, but otherwise <laughs> don't really notice if you're there or not. There could be some, I guess, yeah, as you said, some considerations. Yeah, as, I, I think for, for my personal take on it is, you know, with any major decisions, even something like that, will it get in the way of ministering to the people of God because a priest is uh, you know a priest is not a bachelor he's a he's a husband and father and he 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 devotes his life to God's children so just anything that would get in the way you know as an obstacle or a potential obstacle that should be something to really reflect and ponder on is this a good idea now maybe later maybe not at all who knows oh 
You know? For sure. Deacon Justin, so, but there are priests, and and you as a youngster had animals. I've mm-hmm. always grown up with dogs, and I've loved them and very much, and even shed tears when they've died, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes having to make that tough decision to care for them in such a way yeah. to help them with that passing. Mm-hmm. So we have a relationship. I think that is a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that relationship, does it carry to heaven? Meaning that God has given us all these beautiful things in creation that includes you know, everything that we see and the relationships that we have with pets and the connection that we have with them. What does that mean then for us in heaven? I mean, if he would give us such a great gift here on earth, wouldn't that gift be available for us in heaven? What do we know about pets and animals in heaven? Yeah, it's 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 a it's a big topic because people do want to know. And as you said, you know, many of us did have some sort of creature, some animal in our in our lives who made an impact on us. You know, I I was devastated when I was a very when I was very little and and Clyde, my yellow lab, he I I remember going to school, came home, he wasn't there. My mom told me, Clyde's Clyde's not here anymore. And I remember she sat by me on my bed and I was crying and it was you know, I was I was a little kid. Uh, because they do make a make an impact, but me being you know I just I like to go to the sources. You know what is what does the Catechism of the Catholic Church say? And also this is also from Catholic Answers, which is also a very great resource mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to know some of these bigger questions. But we got to start with what is what is heaven as defined by the Catechism of the Catholic Church? And what they say, what the, what the Church teaches is it's a state of supreme definitive happiness. That involves a perfect communion of life and love with the Trinity, with the Virgin Mary, the angels, and all the blessed. So we, and we understand what's con- called the beatific vision, so that when a human being dies, that what we are called to to be, you know, is to be in that presence of God, to just to just be, behold Him in His glorified state. To know, you know, this is the this is the next step. This is not, you know, this this life here is not, not the end. Now, according to Catholic answers, they say that the definitive state of human happiness and communion of life and love assumes presumes the powers of love and rational knowledge. Okay, rational. That's what we as human beings have the capability, which animals do not have. Therefore, this is again from the from Catholic answers. No non-human animal would be able to experience heaven as defined. Now, I do want to say, okay, if, you know, my dog Ruby or Clyde, these are some of the names we, we had growing up. If they're not at the beatific vision with us, is my dog in hell? No, no. <laughs> I want to just clear that. No. But also, let's, let's think about, you know, when we're doing research, let's look at the evidence. Because we're also getting into, this is getting more into speculative theology. You know, what is it going to look like with animals? Because we do hear about in scripture, in 1 Peter and in the book of Revelation of, you know, new heaven and a new earth and imagery of animals. The wolf will lie down with the lamb, you know. So will these animals exist in this new earth, this new creation? There are people on, I don't want to just say two sides. There are people on many sides. I got into a discussion with this in the seminary last year. 
you know, there are people who say, sure, why couldn't there be animals in this new creation? Mm -hmm. And there are some people who say, absolutely not. One of my good friends and I, we were talking about it and we came to the conclusion, quote unquote, conclusion that, you know, we'll be in the beatific vision. So we won't need anything else because we'll be in full communion with God. He'll be there. But with animals, we don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll never know. Who knows? It's it's it, and some people again may not like this answer that I'm giving. It's like, oh no, give something more definitive. Well, okay, but but we're delving into very speculative waters. So it's well, we'll hopefully we'll we'll see what happens when we get there. We know that God is all powerful. That He created everything to be good. That before the fall there was a garden. In, in our conversation before this, and that we were with animals, with with life, and that man was made to be the priest of creation all before the fall. And we know that God in his divine mind, he never forgets anything he created, anything. So, you know, the, 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 the old, the old, old person who dies, God will never forget them. The baby, unfortunately, who dies at childbirth, God will never forget that baby. You know, the, the, the forest that was destroyed, God never forgets that creation, the world and universe he created. He will never forget any of that. But again, we don't know we're not we're we're made in the image and likeness of god but we don't know we don't have that same faculty as god has rationally so it's like i can just snap my fingers and say okay here's heaven here's a vision oh there's yeah there's fido right there or or there's that oh there's dinosaurs there no we don't know we just don't know we just don't know but we can you know speculative theology you can you you can speculate you can you can ponder it gives us it actually gives us a lot of um it kind of shows the beauty of our being made in the image and likeness of God, we can think about these things. And, you know, for the time being, if you have a pet, treat them kindly, compassionately, because we are made to be their masters, but not in a slave master mentality, but a a steward mentality. I think, you know, very much echoing probably, you know, sentiments from the Holy Father as well. Oh, I love that so much. It's a wonderful conversation. Just all of these things come to mind. I would often think about questions or things that I didn't understand here on earth or just unusual things that we never were able to resolve on earth. I think, oh, in heaven, we'll know all the answers to all those questions that we ever had. And then I think, oh, but probably once I'm before God. I won't even care anymore what those answers are. And perhaps that's the same thing with our pets while they might be there. Well, looking to have the ability to peer upon God. Well, that's probably going to be the only thing that we ever want to do again. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I I know one of my, you know, for example, my, my brother, Derek, I I remember visiting his, his, uh, his apartment in Dallas, Texas. And uh, thanks again for a great weekend, Derek, back in January. That was a lot of fun. But, you know, for example, we had a we had a dog named Ruby who who died. And I remember my my brother loved that dog. He was he was very uh, close with her. Like whenever they uh, he'd come home for for break, he'd play with her. And it it, it, it definitely hit him. And, and uh, you know, he had a he had just someone I think is it might have been his girlfriend. Somebody made a little picture um, of Ruby, her playing in the snow for that he has in the corner of his apartment. So, you know never you know to downplay you know these creatures they they do have an impact on us for sure and you, we what we can do while we're speculating i mean again whether you believe you know what's going to happen afterwards okay cherish those memories 
you know, cherish those memories, you know, like with my brother, he can cherish those memories of when he'd come home for Christmas and play with the dog, you know, yeah. uh, those, those are still, those are part, those are blessings that God gives us while we are making our journey back to him in this life. You know, mm. the people we meet, the relationships we have, even, even the impact creation has on us we're, and, and we have on them because we are also creation. We're all part of that, 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 that dynamism that, that, that was made to be good before the fall. No, I'm perfect. Uh, I appreciate your time today. Just being able to talk and think about our beloved pets. And you're right, the gift that they are from God mm -hmm. and the joy they bring us for sure. It makes that time that we're spending here on earth as we're trying to get back to our Lord all the more sweeter. Deacon Justin, Absolutely. thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great.